One preacher had a very difficult time preparing his lesson. And so he thought maybe the Holy Spirit would help him out. Of course, he said that to himself throughout the week. When he stood at the pulpit that Sunday morning, he was silent. And he looked up for the Holy Spirit to help him. And he heard a celestial voice and it says, tell them you are unprepared. The lesson is called the Holy Spirit. The first point is always there. As God, the Holy Spirit was also responsible for the created world. Genesis 1, 1 through 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. In the Hebrew, the word for God here is actually plural. And this is a challenging concept for those who believe in a monotheistic God or have a monotheistic religion, being that there is only one God. But not until more scripture is revealed did this reality of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit become more evident. So when the Israelites focused on passages, great passages like Deuteronomy 6.4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You might draw a logical conclusion like they did in the idea that one was one. Not one in nature. For the Israelite people, they served one God. This is true, as we do serve one God. But the one God, as we now know, has three identities. But their nature is one. Back in time of early Israel, this would have been completely difficult to teach and difficult to understand. Why? Well, it wasn't fully revealed to mankind about the Godhead. It's kind of hard to make up things, but when God starts revealing things, you learn its truth. When Jesus came, revealing his nature was not easily accepted, was it? Not at all. No one was happy about his claiming to be one with God. That was a declaration of being God. John chapter 10, verse 30, Jesus says, I and the Father are one. John chapter 10, verse 33, the Jews answered him, It is not for a good work that we are going to stone you, but for blasphemy. Because you, being a man, make yourself 
God. This is challenging. This is difficult. The revelation that's being given to these Israelite people. But he never got away from the idea that they are one. So with the help of the revealed word, we learn more. We learn that the Holy Spirit has always been there too. Always a part of what's going on in this world. And Jesus and the apostles revealed more about him in their teachings. You see, the Holy Spirit has always been there. He is God. Not only has he always been there, but he's also always working. Now, the Old Testament scripture did reveal the Holy Spirit's role to varying degrees. As we read, as Owen read this morning in Exodus chapter 31, one and following, the Spirit, God's Spirit, was involved in giving that particular gentleman and those gentlemen, those people, those craftsmen, the intellect, the ability to do the things that they needed to do for the tabernacle so that the people can worship God in the way that God designed it. They were not making it up as they went. In fact, they were quite led. And the Spirit was involved in that. And I think about Elisha and Elijah. You might remember as those two joined forces, Elisha was the one taken up who did not die, and Elisha saw him. And Elijah had a request. Give me double your spirit, double your portion. Second Kings chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elijah, or Elisha, Ask what I shall do for you, but before I am taken from you. And Elisha says, Please let there be a double portion of your spirit on me. Now, I am sure Elisha was a strong-willed individual, a strong prophet for God, a strong man for the Lord's work. But do you think Elijah was asking a double portion of his human concepts? Where did these individuals truly get the power to do the miracles that were given to them? God. Where did they get the message? God. He wasn't asking for a double portion of the prophet's personal spirit and attitude. And But if you see me rise, it will be granted to you. And boy, was it. It was. Look at what Jesus said about King David in Mark chapter 12, verse 36. He said that David said these things while he was in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit gave him 
the words to say that Mark talked about in Mark chapter 12, verse 36. Let's go to that passage and look to that real briefly. Mark 12, verse 36. David himself in the Holy Spirit declared, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord, so how is he his son? And a great throng heard him gladly. The point is, was David speaking of his own will, of his own devices, of his own thinking? No, the Holy Spirit was very much involved. Jesus says so. Jesus said so. So the Holy Spirit's always been around, always involved, but we don't have everything about him revealed to us. So it's a challenge. Now Jesus claimed what? God was always working. God was always working. Without God's continual work, no one would be saved. John chapter 5, verses 15, 16 and 17. John 5, 16 and 17. And this was why the Jews were persecuting Jesus, because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered him, My father is working until now, and I am working. Can we draw the conclusion that the Holy Spirit is always working too? Always has been. Always will continue to work. But Scripture didn't reveal a lot about the Holy Spirit until a lot later. As Jesus pointed out, the Holy Spirit has been involved, always working. Certainly, this might be challenging for some people, like it was challenging for the people when Jesus lived physically on this earth. They were challenged by the idea that Jesus is God's Son, that Jesus is God, that Jesus has always been. That there was plural in the beginning. The reality is that Jesus elevated the Holy Spirit. Mark chapter 3, verses 28 through 29, when he said, you may sin against me, but if you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, you will not be forgiven. Of course, there's a context around that. The point is, the miracles that Jesus was doing, the people were claiming that he, they were, he was doing it because of the power of Satan. So they were attributing the miracles that Jesus was doing to Satan's work. Lowering the Holy Spirit down to where Satan's at. 
And Jesus is going, how dare you do that? The Holy Spirit is nothing to be trifled with. He is me, I am him, we are God. By his power I do these things as a man on this earth. Don't lie to him either. Remember when the Holy Spirit was lied to? Acts chapter 5, verses 3 through 5. Listen to this. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back your part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? What is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to who? God. God. Why have you lied to the Holy Spirit? You lied to God. The Holy Spirit is elevated. The Holy Spirit's around us. The low Holy Spirit is involved. And he's always leading. As God and as leader, he is not someone you're going to force to do your will. A lot of people have this concept, and they had for a long time. If you say the right words, we can make God do something according to our will. If we say the right words in a prayer, if we have the right names of God, if we do this, if we stand on our feet with one foot up and a hand on our head and do it in the right position, we are going to do something and get God to do it for us. That just doesn't happen. You're not going to change God's will. You're not going to force him to do your will, I should say. No one could ever have done a miracle without the authority of the Holy Spirit behind it. Jesus announced part of the Holy Spirit's revealed role for the apostles in John chapter 14, verses 25 and 26. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. You remember back in Exodus? The Spirit was the one who gave those gentlemen intellect, knowledge, understanding to do certain specific things for the tabernacle. And here Jesus is saying, the Holy Spirit is going to help you bring into remembrance the things that I have taught you. The Holy Spirit is involved. The apostles were wise to follow. Are we wise to follow God's word? Who helped bring the word of God about? Or was part of it? God. Who is part of God? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has an integral part in our lives. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. 
No prophecy in the New Testament. No, no prophecy ever. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. I should say true prophecy. We are blessed today, aren't we, with the Word of God. The things that we need to know are revealed to us in the Word of God. Is the Holy Spirit still a helper? Is the Holy Spirit still a counselor, an advocate, an intercessor? Yeah. Fortunately, the Holy Spirit cares about those who follow the Father through Jesus Christ. We are under His protection if you are in Christ. We are under His possession if you are in Christ. And not Him alone, but the Godhead. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 19. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them into who? The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. The word there, the concept there behind, in this passage, behind baptizing them in the name of the Father, it's just not something pretty you say at a baptism. But the concept of name there means possession. Baptize into the possession. Baptized into the protection. Acts 2.38, in the name there, carries a different idea. It means in the author or under the authority. Either way, you got the idea. God is in charge. And if you are His through baptism into Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, baptized into the possession of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, you are a special child of God. The Holy Spirit is still involved. He helps you grow into the person you will be. that he wants you to be if you choose to grow in a life of holiness. Do we understand everything about the Holy Spirit? I don't. But I tell you what, 
The Godhead is real. The Godhead is true. The Godhead had a plan from the beginning. They love us. They want us with them. They want us to follow him. And following also depends on what the Holy Spirit's role was. This did not come by accident. Those intellectuals under the old law who were guided and brought some of the things to us did not make it up. God was involved. So when the word teaches something and it says, do this, or don't do that, or this is how, or why not? Just think of it as the Holy Spirit talking to you. Are you listening? Jesus talking to you. Follow me. God speaking to you. I love you. As we close, I just want to say there's been a few people that have asked me about the Holy Spirit lately. And boy, I wish I could have everything down, but here's what I can say to you. Get out your Bible dictionary. Get your Bibles, maybe various versions, and look up every passage that says Holy Spirit. And maybe passages that say Spirit that are capital S. And write down those passages. I would say there's probably about a hundred. Look at the context. Categorize them. What's the Holy Spirit doing here? What's the Holy Spirit doing here? What's the Holy Spirit doing here? Is that relevant for me today? It sure is. This is an intriguing subject, to be sure. So I hope what I did today is give you some major broad strokes. And as you look at these broad strokes, you can refine them as you or look at them closer as you open your Bible, write Holy Spirit at the top of your pad, and list all the passages. And go through them. The reality is, the Holy Spirit has always been there. The Holy Spirit is always working. And the Holy Spirit is involved in your life if you let them. If there's anybody here today who has any prayer requests or otherwise, please come forward now.